Hey, grandkids. So if you only listen to one episode of this entire podcast, please, please, please listen to this one. This one is specifically for you. Uh, and it is a huge, it's a summation of why I wanted to do this podcast in the first place. So I was listening to uh, an episode of Craig Rochelle's Leadership Podcast. If you're not already listening or listening to the archives, because I'm sure Greg Craig is is long gone, but his legacy hopefully is uh, is still well intact by the time you're listening to this. Uh, see if you can find some archives or uh, some episodes of Craig Groeschel's Leadership Podcast. And this uh, this episode uh, of of this podcast that you're listening to right now is directly from an episode that he did. Uh, I believe it was in March of 2023, uh, called "The Most Important Mindset You Need to Succeed." And the problem that Craig addresses in in this episode. Uh, is the reality that most things that we build, uh, the likelihood that they last is is incredibly low. And so what Lisa and I uh, are, are building um, you know with with uh, out of office, the studio with Sweetfish, with the media network, um, all of the things that will 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 come, the organizations that, that we are building, uh, the reality is that only 12% of businesses make it to a third generation. That's you. And so uh, if only 12% of businesses make it to a third generation uh, of leaders and only 4% of businesses will make it to a fourth generation, so if we, we want what we're building to not just make it to you, but we want to make it, we want the organization to last beyond you and to your uh, to your kids and to their kids, um, there there is a mindset that you have to have as a third generation, uh, as someone who who came into the organization. Uh, if if you choose to in, to to contribute to the organization in a day to day basis, or whether you are just overseeing it on the on the board, um, it will likely be a part of your life in in some way, shape, or form. Um, you have to have a very, very critical mindset. And so before we get into that mindset, I just want to kind of break down um, the, the, how we're going to be talking about this and the way that Craig talks, it about, talks it about it. He, he says there's Gen 1, there's Gen 2, and there's Gen 3. You being Gen 3, me being Gen 1, um, and JJ being Gen 2. And so the way uh, Craig explains this, he said Gen 1... Gen 1 tend to be overcomers, disruptors, and owners. He said owners think higher, they see broader, and they care deeper. And so, you know, overcomer, you know, I, I you know, was uh, raised by a single mom uh, who made very, very little money growing up. She was a teacher raising me and my sister, and we just didn't have a lot of means growing up. I wasn't, I wasn't really around anybody that had achieved... Um, you know, in, in any any uh, anything that I would necessarily deem to be, you know, success. A uh, lot of a lot of my friends and family came from broken homes. wasn't a lot of happiness in the home. wasn't a lot of joy. There wasn't there wasn't faith. Um, I didn't I didn't grow up around a lot of people that had, you know, genuine relationships with Jesus. Um, 
that we're living to serve and honor him and, and to love people. And so, uh, success in, in that realm. And then, uh, didn't see a lot of people you know, with success financially or, or in business or vocation, uh, or even the pursuit of purpose really. And so regardless of, you know, how you think about success, I, I didn't grow up with a lot of, I didn't grow up seeing a lot of that. Um, I had people in my life that cared for me, uh, deeply, but, uh, didn't, didn't see them, um, you know, just didn't see a lot of things that I would now looking back on it, consider to be something that I would want to uh, replicate outside of the fact that they did care for, they, they did care for me deeply. Um, and everybody's got flaws and I'm not going to get into that here. Uh, there are people with much harder stories than I had, but I would definitely consider myself to be an overcomer, uh, coming from what I came from. And, um, you know, and, and, and building what, uh, what we now have as a family, um, disruptors, you know, that what <laughs> building a podcast agency, uh, for B2B companies before anybody else, uh, was thinking about even potentially doing that, uh, podcasting was still, uh, very, very early and a lot of hobbyists. And, um, and so to see that podcasting was a way of building relationships with people and bringing that into the B2B space was very disruptive. It took a, it took an enormous amount of work to get people to believe that this was a legitimate, uh, marketing channel that, that they could build and that would be strategic for their business. And then owners, obviously, you know, when you, when you own, uh, when you, when you have an ownership mentality, you don't deflect responsibility. You take responsibility, um, regardless of, you know, <laughs> whether, whether the outcome is good or the outcome is bad, you have to own that. Uh, because if you don't own it, you're deflecting that responsibility to someone else and you can't control someone else. You can control you. And so, um, you know, he says, owners think higher, see broader, care deeper. But he also says that Gen 1 uh, is vulnerable to getting stuck in the past and we have a hard time letting go because we did build something from nothing. Uh, we have a tendency to think that what worked before uh, is going to work uh, moving forward. And so I, I don't want to get stuck in that vulnerability. Um, and uh, he also says that what Gen 1 does or doesn't do is going to determine the success of future generations. And so the reason I have this podcast, the reason I want you, my grandkids, listening to this podcast um, is because I believe that if I can instill the thinking, the mindsets, um, the how decisions were made, uh, if I can help you as much as I can uh, by documenting the journey of what Lisa and I are doing to, to build what we hope is a long-lasting uh, legacy that lasts, you know, several generations. Um, then, by educating you in the format that wasn't available, honestly, to to my mom or or to her mom, uh, they couldn't have done this because the medium didn't exist back then. And so, I want to capitalize on technology and be able to share things with you uh, that hopefully will will set you up uh, for success because um, I, I believe that. It is much more helpful for me to be able to educate you on uh, on the thinking that led to success than it is to just give you the material output of that success. So to just give you uh, dollars, to give you assets, um, to give you inheritance is far less valuable than to give you the thinking, uh, the mechanism you need to actually be able to create and build and, co and continue 
uh, growing things um, that that we have started. And so, um, so he talks about Gen One overcomers, disruptors, owners. They think higher, they see broader, they care deeper. Um, Gen Two, he said, Gen Two are protectors. So this is JJ. This is this is your dad. Um, uh, at, at, at the time we don't have, you know, <laughs> JJ's our, our only child right now. So, um, uh, so if you're listening to this and you're like, JJ's not my dad, well, that's because your, 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 uh, your parent has not, uh, <laughs> been, uh, has not entered our family yet. And so Gen 2, he said, Gen 2 appreciates and respects the sacrifices of Gen 1. They saw it firsthand and they admire what it took to build. Because they respect it, they feel responsible to preserve and protect what's built. Where Gen 1 had nothing to lose, Gen 2 does have something to lose, which can make them risk-averse, and that's, can, that can be a problem. The fastest way to kill success, Craig says, is trying not to fail. And Gen 2 has a tendency to try not to fail. And so, um, so speaking about JJ, JJ is going to grow up and we're still going to be in the, in the you know, early phases of building the organization that, that hopefully is a, a big part of you know our family's legacy right now uh, he's in the early stages we haven't even started construction on the first out of office studio he's going to see us figuring out figuring out how to scale that how to get those you know uh, you know there, there's a ton of things that change the vision right now is to to put those studios in all different parts of the country so building a commercial real estate portfolio um, of these uh co-working content studios that build community for business owners uh, in the local, uh, in, in, in these local areas. Um, that's the vision now that that could change. You could be like, what the heck is this? <laughs> is he talking about? Um, that is the current vision. Uh, Sweetfish right now where uh, we are, we are not quite a $5 million marketing agency. Um, right now we're producing media brands where we're, we're we're focusing on YouTube, newsletters, podcasts, and social uh, for media brands, for B2B companies. Uh, we're still in the early, early stages of building that. And JJ's going to see uh, see that and, and see the hard work, see the sacrifice, see the decisions that, it, uh, that, that we made that ultimately lead it to hopefully being you know, a, a much more impactful organization. Um, he's going to see the the work that we're doing with foster care and, and how we want to see a gospel centered home made available to every single child in the foster care system. And, and, and he's going to see the the steps that we take. Um, and so he, because he's, he's going to see that he's going to have much more willingness, not even willingness. He's going to have a desire to protect it because he can appreciate what it took to build. And then gen three Craig says, uh, which, which you know, this this is this is a harsh way to say it, and and he's obviously not speaking to you directly because he doesn't know you. You don't exist yet, but uh, he said Gen Three tend to be squanderers, and uh, and he says, but it doesn't have to be this way. Gen Three because they didn't see what it took to build. Uh, they they don't. They, they squander. They tend to squander the success. They didn't have to earn it. Um, he said if Gen 1 and Gen 2 lead well, though, Gen 3 can succeed. Gen 3 has always had, I thought this was really powerful. Craig said Gen 3 has always had the benefits of success without creating the success. They didn't have to learn the lessons through all the hard times. 
to build what ended up being built. And I thought that was so powerful. But he said the upside is that Gen 3 has massive opportunities because they have resources, they have access to talent, people with experience, organizational structure. They can do something special because if they have if 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 they have a gen 1 mindset with gen 3 resources imagine what they can do he said the downside is that the trajectory of gen 3 drifts toward entitlement uh, he said but it doesn't have to be this way he told the story with his church you know he he built his church in 1996 life church i actually went to that church when i was in college got involved uh, as as a leader of a college ministry at one of their campuses so um, I, I was I was there probably 10, 11, 12 years into the building of that church. It's now 2023, so fast forward. Um, you know, it's been 15 or, or 17 years uh, since I've been a part of that church even. And he said that it was now they, you know, at this time at 2023, uh, in 2023, they have, you know, 45, 48 different church campuses all across the country. And he was going to the launch of one of these churches. Uh, and uh, he was talking to a Gen 3 uh, staff person at the church. And, you know, that that Gen 3 person uh, saw Craig and, and his wife, Amy, come coming into the church on the opening weekend. And she was like, oh, I'm so glad that you got to come and see what it's like to start you know from from uh start from the ground up and you know he just kind of he could just kind of nodded and, and and uh and thought that that was really cute because you know she, here here this gen 3 person is thinking that she's starting from the bottom and it's not her fault um she doesn't know what she doesn't know right uh and he's like oh my gosh if you only knew what it what it actually meant to start from the beginning you know when he was doing his services in a in a garage um and you know you, you didn't have seven full-time staff people with benefits uh, that were on on staff in a building that's already paid for on day one of the church you know with 1500 people showing up because there's marketing resources and there's ways to you know and, and the momentum of the other 45 campuses that were that that came before it you know they have so many benefits this person being a gen 3 uh, of of this church that's been around since 1996, and again, that's not a bad thing. Um, but if you imagine taking taking the resources that you are going to have available to you, being in the third generation, but combining it with a Gen One mindset, and so Craig says that you know to to have this Gen One builder mindset, you 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 get to choose that. You know, he says, what Gen do you want to be? because you get to decide. Uh, if you build something special, you're Gen 1. If you take what's built and you protect it, that's a Gen 2 mindset. If you take what's built and you just enjoy it or squander it, that's a Gen 3 mindset. And even though you are Gen 3 in order, you do not have to have a Gen 3 mindset. And I beg and I plead that you do not have a Gen 3 mindset, that you would have a Gen 1 builder mindset. He said, if you're Gen 3, what if you looked at what's built, as I said this before, if you, what if you looked at what's built as a foundation to build something even more special and impactful? If you're willing to sacrifice, take risks, defy the odds, suddenly you have Gen 3 resources with a Gen 1 mindset. I touched on that a little bit earlier. 
And he said, you know, you, you cannot change when you enter. You, you are going to be born into this family. You can't, or, or, or adopted or, you know, into this family. You can't change when you enter the organization, but you can change how you think. He says, it doesn't matter what point in the organization that you enter. If you think like a builder, you can enter at any point and succeed. So he says, Gen 1, do you want to keep it and control it or do you want to continue to build it? So speaking to me as, as the Gen 1 of, uh, of this organization, um, you know, do I just want to keep it and control it? No, <laughs> I don't. And I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to instill uh, and empower the, uh, the next generation uh, of leader to step in. We've already hired the CEO for Sweetfish, Jeremy, to come in and take over that second generation of leadership um, uh, of of building of building out Sweetfish. Um, he said, Gen two, do you want to guard it? This is to JJ. D- d- JJ, do you want to guard it and protect it, or do you want to continue to build it? So, Gen one, do you want to keep it and control it, or do you want to continue to build it? Gen two, do you want to guard it and protect it, or do you want to continue to build it? Gen three, this is to you, grandkids. Do you want to enjoy it and squander it, or do you want to continue to build it? And I would beg and plead that you would continue to build it. The one mindset you need for success is a Gen one builder's mindset. Chances are low that what you build will last if you don't pass on this builder's mindset to future generations. The odds are against you that what you're leading will last, but the good news is that you are a leader and leaders don't follow the odds. These are direct quotes from the Craig Groeschel uh, podcast that I just loved. He said, you're an odd-breaking, Gen 1 thinking, future-building leader. You're not preserving you are not squandering, you are building. That's what leaders do. He says, so take risks, be bold, be daring, defy the odds, innovate, create, keep on building. And so grandkids listening to this, you are, you are gen three in, in, in order, but you 100% can have a Gen 1 mindset, and I would beg and plead that you take on the Gen 1 builder's mindset. Instead of just preserving what has what has been built before you, instead of just enjoying and squandering what has been built before you, you can take what is built as a foundation and you can build so much more on top of it. Take risks, be bold, innovate, create, think outside the box, don't feel like you are are stuck or or con- contained uh but continue to to bust through be a disruptor be an innovator um and can can use what what was built before you as a foundation to build something even more special even more impactful um i i believe wholeheartedly um uh that that you can do that. I, I pray that you that you embrace the Gen One Builders mindset, uh, and and that you you build something that your third generation, you know, the third generation from you, um, continues to build on, um, and that this this legacy that that we are building continues to go on for generations and generations and generations to come, uh, because of the work that you do to continue building it. Um, I love you so much. Hope you're having an incredible, incredible life. Um, I hope that uh, hope that I'm getting to be a part of it. But if I'm not, uh, 
Um, I just pray that, pray that you would know Jesus. I pray that you would love people. I pray that you would honor God and honor people. I pray that you pursue your purpose. I pray that you would steward what God has given you generously. I love you a ton. Later, grandkids.